Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And let's get back to the games. And we'll start with the Cardinals and the Texans. Houston's a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home with a rather large total of 48-and-a-half. Joe, what do you like here? Down a four-and-a-half? Woo! This is, uh, I'm wondering where this is going to close. Can, can we agree that this probably won't close at four and a half or five? Completely. Completely. Yeah. So Would, which, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, the momentum is saying trending down, 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 but a lot of the public all in on the Texans. So I, I'll be taking a close look. I think we're going to be in that three and a half to four range by the time we get there. And remember, that's where we were on the look ahead uh, of three and a half. So obviously remember what happens with the Cardinals last week. You know, what I even like more than the side or the total is McBride. Like this guy, it doesn't matter if it's Kyler or not, but then it felt like it hit a new level last week with Kyler. McBride had eight grabs, 131 yards. But over the last three weeks, McBride has been targeted 28 times, 248 yards over those three games. So certainly like his props, 54 and a half receiving yards, better than two to one for an anytime touchdown. But um if I'm going to pick a side on this one, I would I would take the Cardinals getting more than a field goal. A lot of the numbers offensively really can't take a look at uh, with Kyler, but uh, Stroud, you know, we thought a week ago, okay, how's he how's he gonna back that 470 up? Well, he found a way to do that. So is he gonna do it for a third consecutive week? There's this avenue here for them to take over the division, for them to run away with it. And when we were talking about that the other day, I mean, yeah, I was looking, okay, I mean, this is normal with rookie quarterbacks. You're going to take step backs, right? Take steps back. That happens. Um, but the problem is the opposing quarterbacks, they, they play not all that great after the next couple of weeks. It's Kyler, Trevor Lawrence, and Russ all at home. But then after that, it is even much softer than that. So there is a path for the Texans to win here. Uh, they, they snap for 7.4 yards per play, almost 550 yards last weekend. Uh, I don't know that uh, I don't know that we're gonna see that again. But um, yeah, I think the Cardinals are gonna hang around. They're they're gonna do enough to keep this one score game and cover the number. Yeah, I mean, I like the way I Kyler Murray was playing. The one thing that concerns me is the Cardinals' defense is so bad against this really good mm -hmm. Texans offense. So. Will I bet an over came down a little bit, wasn't it? 49. Now it's like 47 and a half, 48 and a half. 48 and a half down Ugh. from 49. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one 47 and a half. But um, I'm going to stick with CJ Stroud. I, I, even if the Texans are up by a bit, I think he's motivated now. He's in the MVP <laughs> conversation. I think stats wise, he's going to continue to try to pad those stats and, you know, keep his name in that conversation, whether he could win it or not. If this did become a blowout, which with Kyler Murray looking good, I doubt it will. But even if it did, I'm not worried about going over 262 and a half for CJ Stroud, maybe even ladder it all passing all of that good stuff is my favorite play. I think, again, Aaron, it is one of those things like how much do you trust the game script here? Because at least for me, yeah, this is a closer spread and probably a, a more exciting game because Kyla Murray is going to be out there. But I guess for me, because I took Houston and Survivor and I am officially pot committed, thumbs up. 
I still think though, uh, you know, model is at 5.75 for me. Uh, but I also think though, that there's a path where this game script could get out of hand where the Texans go nuts. But I mean, again, like, even though that they've done better with the run and establishing that with Singletary, like Stroud is still utilized a good bit. Like here's a situation where I don't think game script's going to matter as much. And Stroud just goes off. Uh, regardless of how much they're leading by, because with a rookie quarterback, you want him to constantly earn, grow, add dimensions, wrinkles to the offense. So all that makes sense to me. Um, I lean the other way, Joe, when it comes to Trey McBride. I'm actually going to go under his 54 and a half receiving yard prop. Yeah, I am, because my question is not so much like, what can Kyler Murray do? Because I'm a fan of his. But I think it's also, and I get the idea like target share, you know, since week eight. Uh, he's ranked second among tight ends in target share, third near yard share. I, I get all of that. But do you want to look at just a three-game sample size or more like a six, seven-game sample size in order to determine what he's capable of? I do think that this Texans pass defense is more than competent enough to know, okay, Trey McBride is their most dangerous target. So you need to contain him and force everyone else to step their game up. In other words... I am zigging where everyone else is zagging, Aaron. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, Love it. I, I I was hoping receptions would be up. I don't see that uh, yet with the target share. I would prefer to go receptions d- depending on the number. But, you know, looking at t- the amount of s- success that tight ends have seen against the Texans as well. And I'm talking mediocre. Like sometimes you look at examples mm-hmm. of that. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, it's Kittle. Or, yeah, it's Mark Andrews went healthy. Oh, sure, Hawkinson, of course. Those are the elite dudes. No, uh, if you go down to who the hell's Will Mallory? Mallory of the Colts, he had 49 <laughs> yards against them. Evan Ingram, seven catches for four, 67 yards. The Falcons group of tight ends had 176 yards against this defense. Our man, Kate Otten, went off for 70. So I think McBride can do the same. Proud of that guy. I need to do some just for funsies Kate Otten props. It's been a while. What's his charity? I I will contribute to his charity for the holidays. I'm assuming he has one. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, no big deal. Kate Otten charity? Are you running it, Aaron? (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm his publicist for that. Do you have like a big cardboard check with a word to science on it? Is that how that's going to work? For... <laughs> exactly. Yes. No, that's, yeah, that's him. Fair. Yeah. He's okay. he's involved in uh, my cause, my cleats. So I'm in. Kate Otten. Oh, there you go. Good man. Very Community. nice. Very nice. All right. Let's move on now to the Titans and the Jaguars. Jacksonville, six and a half point favorites. Total of 40. Joe, what do you think here? <sighs> Not a fan of this one, guys. I got to be quite honest. This is one one on the card where I'm like, what do we do here? The the Jaguars get embarrassed last week by the Niners, and they're home again. For most teams, okay, maybe we can make a case for a bounce-back spot. The Jaguars might be the worst team at home in the NFL. Seriously. They're below. They're yeah. a quality team. They're 6-3 and three on the year, but they're 2-3 and three there. Net yards per play, dead last in the NFL at home at negative 1.6. So here are the Titans, an awful road team. They have yet to win a game on the road, and they have a rookie quarterback on the road. Uh, The Titans 0-5 this season. 
hey, this this game, the numbers come down. So I find that interesting. It felt like it was set at seven all week, and then it bumps down to six and a half over the last 24 hours. You know, history says you, you kind of want to back Vrabel as an underdog. He's got a 500 straight up record, 29-21 and one against the spread. But I can't say that I love an angle for side. or t- I mean, total, maybe I can make a case for the under. But the Titans' pass defense still exists, so that concerns me. Maybe Trevor Lawrence gets right here. A game that I'm I'm going to be passing, guys. I really don't have any interest anywhere, and it will not be on the TV. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, <laughs> playing at home for the Jags means absolutely nothing. You would think... Oh. You would think the Jags will be hungry to get back to their winning ways, but I'm not sure. So I don't really want to back them. It seems like a lot of points. If I had to place a bet, I guess it would be on the dog in this matchup. But Will Levis came out strong and then turned into a pumpkin. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to pass all the way around. I think there's a lot of other bets I like, and this game has... Nothing that I'm interested in. God, Levis. <laughs> I mean, so you get these rookie yeah, quarterbacks. Right. Speaking of I pumpkins, my tat. Speaking, speaking of pumpkins, the other day I was walking down the street. I saw my my friend out in front. We were talking for a while, and his little daughter, who I adore, came up to me. She kept pranking me. She kept kicking me in the leg, me in the leg. And when I caught her, I was. She was wow. like, "It was the pumpkin." <laughs> It was the pumpkin, not me, Aww. Coach Joe. That's like, so I mean... cute. How old is she? <laughs> What's she like? She's like four now? Yeah. She, <laughs> she said I'm her best friend. Now. He says I'm her best friend, but she re- she said she was going to share some of her chocolate from Halloween with me, but then when I went to cash in, oh, no, it's all gone. It's all gone. I only have chocolate for you, <laughs> <Wow>. Coach Joe. <laughs> wow. She is going to be tons of fun uh, on the playground. That's for sure. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's funny when it comes to this game, like, isn't this the time when Derrick Henry starts to go off? Like if the Titans have firmly established that Will Levis is going to need some more time to kind of get used to playing in the NFL. Isn't this Derrick Henry time now? Because it's possible that this game could stay close. Mm -hmm. And if that's the the situation, then Henry's going to get more touches. Not to mention we've seen this year after year after year. As the calendar continues to move and we get later and later into the season, it becomes Derrick Henry time. Establishing the run doesn't happen overnight. It happens as the weeks progress. His total, or his uh, rushing yards rather, just 56 and a half. I love the over in that spot, Joe. That's a low number. I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rookie quarterback, you would think lean on the run a little bit. Sure, that may that that all makes perfect sense. I mean, even last week when you know you can't run on the Bucks, they kept trying. I was like, just stop right. trying. It's not working. <laughs> so right. yeah, Henry, Henry look make, makes sense. Yeah, I really I like, like that. that too. Good look, Ed. You know, and the other thing too with this game is Trevor Lawrence has been very average on passes beyond 10 air yards. A good quarterback should be able to slice and dice this secondary. And I just don't know if Lawrence can right now. He's been uh-huh. average in a lot of different ways this year. And I think we keep expecting him to play at a top 10 level. And I don't know if he's done that yet. And I think that's why I don't have a play on the side here because I certainly don't trust Will Levis. I don't know if I trust Trevor Lawrence either. And six and a half is yeah. kind of a larger spread in a situation like this, especially a divisional game. There is a lot I don't like, but the only thing I can trust is Derrick Henry. Boy, how many times have we said that before in our lives? We automatically say, maybe because we're used to it, 
Trevor Lawrence is the only quarterback from that class. Are we sure? Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones in the first 15 picks. Yeah, we know the other four don't look good, but we haven't seen it yet from Trevor Lawrence for a full season. Right. He, he was only good in comparison to those guys. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, John Daigle will share all of his favorite prop plays for this weekend's card. That's right here on the BetQL Network.